Monday. It's Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Let's go! Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We are live from the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center here on a Big Red Monday following a Cardinals win in Carolina. Wolf, I didn't even like, I, I thought about it yesterday when the game ended. I was like, wow, Wolf's still got to fly back. But I didn't even think about it doing the show today. That was a late start in Carolina, too. So you're probably running on not much sleep right now. Yeah, but what I saw once again in that second half, it really encouraged me, Basinonians. It truly did. And the reason being is because um, there's something there on a team as a collective um, as, as opposed to the individual. I think there's something there for them to actually build on collectively, and that gets me jacked. Okay, well, I think along those lines, this is Kyler Murray after the game, and we're going to talk about the defense here and how impressive it's been, and again, I'll throw out the stats. They've given up three touchdowns over the last ten quarters, and in those ten quarters, they have played, okay, the Panthers' offense is okay, but the Rams and the Raiders for six of yep. those ten quarters, the defense is forcing turnovers now as well and not giving up touchdowns. The first touchdown yesterday wasn't on the defense. Kyler Murray, after the game, talked about the offensive mentality when the defense is playing the way they are. Man, honestly, I mean, it just puts, it's not pressure, but it's just, it, we're like, come on, like, we gotta, you know, we gotta do something. You know, they, they're, they're, uh, they're doing their job, we gotta have their back, and that's, uh, that's kind of the mentality when they're, when they're doing what they're doing out there. You could see it yesterday. You could see the defense play decently even in the first half yesterday. Yes. And you could see the offense kind of be like, man, we are, we're running jet sweeps on fourth and inches and we're snapping the ball over Kyler's head and we can't move the ball on Carolina. We can't score. We have three points and we're still in this game. All we got to do is make a few plays. That's what it looked like, Wolf. The offense realizing we don't have to be perfect because yeah. look at what our defense is doing. In a gross simplification of the truth, the defense won the game for the Arizona Cardinals, in my opinion. It did. I mean, and who saw that coming? I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, who saw that coming right now? I I know the, the Panthers are struggling offensively, but I didn't think the defense was capable of actually winning a game in the first half of the season for the Arizona Cardinals. I, I did not. The one thing I know is this, Mason Orleans, the Carolina Panthers, they can run the ball. His name is Christian McCaffrey, and he's really, really good and really explosive. As a matter of fact, their offensive line is is built on run blocking. It's predicated on run blocking. They're not great in terms of protecting Baker Mayfield. They're not. But in terms of running the ball, this is what the Carolina Panthers can do. They're top 10 in the National Football League and rushing yards per play. Top 10. They got a great back in Christian McCaffrey, and they've got a good offensive line in terms of run blocking. A young offensive line. The average age is 25.4 of this offensive line. 25.4. That's young. They're athletic. Um, they're going to get better in terms of their pass protection. But to me, the fact that the line of scrimmage was controlled by the Arizona Cardinals on both sides of the ball, man, 
that to me got me all jacked up and the defense won this game I think for the Cardinals in a gross exaggeration. Yeah, there's a player too that we didn't uh, we didn't talk about last segment players of the game because I wanted to, to kind of switch back over to offense at that point but we got to mention him now Wolf and we haven't said his name once. Dennis Gardeck had a sack and an interception yesterday. Yes. Like Dennis Gardeck is, is making an impact as well for this defense. Yeah once again um, this defense overall I yes Dennis Gardeck there's so many other guys you think of too um marco wilson have you heard of marco wilson Marco wilson like I, body slammed some guy that was a lot bigger than him yesterday right but also uh byron murphy once again um baker mayfield really struggled dj moore is an excellent wide receiver you watch dj moore he made his plays too but you watch dj moore on tape this guy runs routes he is an excellent wide receiver he's been over a th- uh, over 1100 yards over the last three years over 1100 yards in all three of those seasons you're talking about one of the best wide receivers in the nfl and he was mitigated marginalized for the most part the cardinals defense uh some young guys that actually came through for them zavin collins led the team in tackles <laughs> he's been up there the last couple of weeks but yeah now this time finally leading it but he's been like the number two or number three guy the last stop couple right weeks. there I mean, yeah. I gotta know right now. Do you love me? <laughs> Will you love me, Zaven Collins? Are you kidding me? This is exactly what you wanted to see in this game because the Carolina Panthers—they run the ball. They know that's the strength of their offense is to run the ball. They have to run the ball for Baker Mayfield to have any chance of actually throwing the ball. They can't ever get Baker Mayfield in a one-dimensional offense. And that's exactly what the Cardinals got him in. And that's why they struggled to the degree in which they did. But that defense was responsible for that. Well, I mean, you're right on with DJ Moore. This is a guy that has not had the strong quarterback play that they were hoping he would have this year. And so a lot of people thought DJ Moore might be like a breakout this year because he's got Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield looked extremely not even average yesterday. The Cardinals bottled him up. Like you said, they they made it so Carolina had to lean on him to beat them. Christian McCaffrey had 27 rushing yards. Yeah. And, and he was their leading rusher by yeah. far. So it's not like Carolina yeah, ran all over. carries, did he not? Uh, we had eight carries, we had nine oh, catches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nine no, they had 13 too. overall. Yeah, as they? a team. They had, and, and, I mean, they had to go to Dante Foreman for one, LaVisca Chenault for one, yep. DJ Moore. They couldn't, they couldn't run on they the couldn't Cardinals. couldn't run the ball, man. And that's it. I mean, if you think about it this way. When you're going to play Carolina, if if somebody came to you and said, you can have one thing you want, what, what, what do you want here? Not, not hey, we win, we lose. <laughs> right. But one thing. Well, you would say, I'd like to bottle up the run. I'd yes. like to not let Carolina run all over yes. me. And then you're going to win. And Some, that's what Some dude in a bottle comes out. Hey, yo, what is your wish? <laughs> that the Carolina Panthers couldn't run the ball. That, that seriously. That's a little. That's got a little fulcrum football feel to it, right there. Oh, like right? what's the one thing you, you want out of this one game? thing? Right. I like that. Ooh, that okay. might be that, something. That could, yeah. Let me write that Genie down. in a bottle. I always write <laughs> right? these ideas down that we have, Wolf, on these pieces of paper that I throw away right after the. You show. know what's amazing about this too? As we wrap this up in regard to the defense space and audience this they're getting better they are just think about it awful in the first game against the chiefs awful in the first half against the raiders 
solid on the the second half against the Raiders, though, right? Solid, you would say, definitely. They gave up three Defense? points oh, yeah. in the second half with the Raiders. Scored the winning touchdown, too, in and overtime. The, We're not even counting overtime in right. that game. And against the Rams in Week 3, man, they gave up 20 points to the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. 20 points. I man, Would you take that every no. time you play the well, Rams? Wolf, that's not even the whole story. 20 points after a punt got blocked to start the game. Yes. So it really probably should have been more than 20 points. And they were good against the Panthers yesterday. This, this is a defense that is showing signs of life growing metaphorically together. We got quite the test coming up with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. But the thing about the defense is it was supposed to get... It was supposed to be a question mark at the start of the year and then in theory get better. And it does look like it's getting better. And it's not going to be like some dominant defense on no. nobody wants to play the Cardinals, but it's it, it's it gave them a chance to beat the Raiders and I would agree with you that it probably won them the game yesterday. Zaven Collins, Zach Allen, JJ Watt, Dennis Gardak. Man, you talk about guys. I'll I'll go to Marco Wilson and Byron Murphy once again. Guys that don't get enough credit. Just it was great to see this defense ball. All right, two and two now. So we'll turn it over to the listeners for a listeners only meeting right here. What's your confidence level in the Cardinals following their win in Carolina yesterday? It's your turn. 602-260-9870. Again, 602-260-9870. We'll take your calls next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right, Wolf. How do you feel about taking some calls here, listeners only meeting style after a 26-16 win over Carolina? Sounds good, buddy. All right, so let's do it. 602-260-9870. And let's start in Gilbert with Kiernan. Kiernan, what's going on? You're on the Wolf and Luke show. Good morning, my young crook brothers, Luke. How you doing, my boy? Okay, let's face it. They came out flat as buttermilk pancakes in the first half, right? Right? Oh, but then All the right, we get it, maple syrup. It was delicious. <laughs> All right, seriously, now the good, the bad, and the ugly, so let's, let's face it. The first half is just killing me. These guys are killing me. Cardiac attack to my heart. This is not JJ, I know what you're going through now. I get it. I'm on the other side, though. My heart's fine. I'm glad yours is good now, too. Wow, the nut, you know, the, the labels on that guy. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I love that guy. I can't believe he did. Anyway, defense surprises us. Offense disappoints us. Somehow miraculously pulls it out. And Cliffy, stop with the dang shotgun so much. Variety is key, boys. Variety. What is, does no one, like, I'm not even a coach. I need to jump in through the TV sometimes and go, what are you doing, Cliff? No, no. Oh, I'm getting upset. Getting passionate. Go cards. Two and two is better than zero and four. Love you. You're great, Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's just in and out. Well, That's the way we like it. There, there was a lot there, Wolf, to uh, unpack. But the bottom line, like he said, two and two is better than two and four or zero oh and four for sure. You just have not played your best. Nowhere close to playing your best, and yet you're two and two. Take it and run. Uh, back out to the phones, John in Waddell. John, what's going on? going on fellas you know just wanted to call and say uh you know the the slow starts are starting to become a disappointment um for all arizona fans 
Uh, my son's 9U team could probably come out and start way faster than those guys. Um, but, you know, we just I feel like we got to get Rondell Moore involved a little bit more. Uh, I think that jet sweep was kind of um, unnecessary, especially for his size. Um, and then getting Dorch, you know, um, we got to get that man involved, get him down the field, get him sprinting. Uh, we got deep threats for a reason. And I just feel like we're not using those deep threats like we should. Um, and, you know, I just want to see this team come off to a great, uh, better start defensively, coming out hot. They always have. Um, so just, you know, keeping the foot or keeping uh, their foot on the gas as far as offensively. And Cook needs to call some better plays. So that's it. I appreciate you guys today, uh, taking my call. Thanks, okay, man. Thank you, John. Appreciate that right there. It's so funny because he, he mentioned, you know, some some of the uh, Greg Dorch, of course, right? And Didn't Rondell, see a lot of Dorch yesterday. Rond- Rondale Moore as well. And yet when I think of what I want to see from this offense going forward, I, I think of Will Hernandez. <laughs> I think of Rodney Hudson. I think of James Conner. I think of running the ball and lowering the plow and hitting the gas and attacking in a vertical way. I don't think of all the skill. I don't think of the flash. Yeah, okay, but I don't. But but along the lines of what John just said, though, because I had the same thought after the uh, the pick six. I just I, I like threw my hands in the air and I was like, if you're gonna throw the ball, why is there never anything available downfield with the speed this team has? And that's why I'm encouraged by what happened in the second half. It's not like they were just chucking the ball forty yards down the field, but like you pointed out, the pass interference that Hollywood Brown drew. It's not something you can consistently go to unless no. you are Patrick Mahomes and you have Tyreek Hill. I get that. But if you have Hollywood Brown and Rondale Moore and some of the speed this team has, every pass shouldn't be five or six yards. And in the first half, that's all it was. Or it was just sideways. Hey, we got Rondale Moore back. Let's use him exactly the same way as we did last year. Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals need more mundane. They need more base. They need foundational as opposed to all the flash and the ritz that comes up. They've got a lot of that. They need the base, the mundane. But wasn't that the whole point of of Rondale Moore? They want to use him differently this year. And yesterday was not different. Yeah. And and on that jet sweep, Brian Burns was waiting for it. Like he knew they were more likely to run a jet sweep on fourth and inches than just hand off to Darrell Williams or James Conner or whoever. Yeah. Uh, Back out to the phones and let's talk to, I lost it, Tom in Phoenix. Tom, what's going on? Hey, so... I really, you know, obviously love when the Cardinals win and, and absolutely just hate when the Cardinals lose. And again, they're not playing up to their potential, which is which means that they're actually a really good team. I'll be much more impressed after we beat the Eagles. The Eagles might be 4-0, but they beat two very bad teams, one you know, unproven team, the Jaguars, and then the Vikings. We all know the Vikings are more hot and cold than the Vikings. Uh, I mean, than the Cardinals. So, but, you know, as far as the game yesterday, I mean, they can just, the Cardinals can just explode. And, and you know, with, and, and they, there was one play to Rondell Moore that if uh, Kyler would have just, you know, kept the pass in bounds, that would have probably been a, a long touchdown pass. And what about that face mask that was never called against Kyler? That was just one thing I'd like to point out. And 
You know, I, I will not do a wolf impression. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Look, p- uh, potential's a funny thing, right, Wolf? Because when you look at the offense and you say, ah, oh, this offense could be so much better, and it isn't, well, that's infuriating. But when you're 2-2 two and two anyway, then it kind of, it's it's almost different. Of it, it suddenly becomes glass half full. Then it's, this offense could still be better. And what happens if it gets better? Yeah. I agree with Tom. Philadelphia is a team I thought was going to make the playoffs at the start of the, this year. They are very beatable. They're good. They're 4-0. and They deserve to be 4-0. and I, I thought Jacksonville was going to get them yesterday, and they didn't. But Philadelphia is beatable. This is not this is not like the Chiefs from three years ago coming to town. Or yeah, something. and I think one of the areas you got to try to beat them as well is running the ball. That's what you got to do right here. They are a physical, physical bunch. A good bunch is coming into this, into this uh, stadium called State Farm Stadium over the weekend, and you better be prepared. You better be prepared to actually win on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Or once again, they're not going to win. Let's get to a few more of these calls. Nick in Peoria. Nick, you're on the Wolf and Luke show. What's going on, my crunk brothers? Uh, Just a couple of thoughts that I just wanted to feel was Kyler Murray, uh, you know, asking Cliff Kingsbury for these calls, trying to hurry him up. And, you know, we keep seeing these these timeouts called to prevent the delay of game. You know, it goes back to the whole preparation thing with Kyler, that being in his contract early on. Uh, you know, I know that's really not a part of it anymore, but, you know, how prepared are the Cardinals coming out, you know, both on, on both sides of the ball, really, because it's taking them a while to, to catch their stride. You know, it, how much communication is happening pre-game, uh, you know, in preparation during the week to get them ready for this game? Are they are they on the same page? Do they know the plays they want to call? Do they know the formations they want to take? Or, or are they just kind of waiting to see what's happening? You know, how much of that preparation is going to play? Is Kyler Murray doing his studying, you know? So I just kind of want to get you guys' thoughts on that, and maybe is that something that needs to go into both of their contracts next season? Mm. Thanks, Nick. Well, if I can tell you this, I'm obviously not in the huddle. I can tell you what it looks like to me um, is it om- when they get to the line and can't get the playoff or they have to take a delay a game or they have to take a timeout and then they come out and almost get a delay a game, they don't look to me like a team that isn't prepared. They look like a team that's that's trying to get too cute. And they're just, okay, well, let's run this specific perfect play right here. And now let's totally take, that's what it looks like to me, at least. No, yeah, I think you're right about that, Luke. I agree with you. I think they are. I think it's a situation where they're trying to get um, too cute, yeah. trying to change things up, maybe from what their game plan truly was, but I don't know that to be the case, but that's my impression. That's why I like the second half in the defense playing the way it is yesterday. It, was, it seemed like the offense realized, well, we don't have to be perfect. Our defense isn't giving up any points. Let's get one more. Let's go to Taro and Sholo. Taro, what's going on? Hey, guys. What's up? What's up? How's it going, guys? Cardinals win, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> man, uh, one thing I, I like to mention is I remember listening to the radio yesterday and heard uh, Wolf say it brought a tear to your eye when you saw Cardinals running north and south up the middle. <laughs> no. That was awesome. Thank and you, man. I just one thing, uh, the defense won it for us yesterday, and I just like to give props to them. And then our offense, they need to – pick it up and kick some butt it's it's been a while coming we're supposed to be an explosive offense and i just like to see the cardinals kick some butt this next game beat those damn car uh those damn eagles 
Thank you, dude. Thanks, Appreciate Darryl. your yeah, phone no, call, I man. I think a lot of people are there with you. Get the offense going. Defense looks yeah, good. Just a line of scrimmage. Here we go. You know what? Honestly, adopt it. The mentality. The physicality. This is what we are right here. Yeah, we've got we've got a little fluff. There's no doubt about it. We, we've got a lot of stuff we like doing. We got the flash part of it. But you know what? You need the baseline. You need it. And I hope they develop this going forward. Well, you got five running backs. I'll just keep saying that because so far we've seen three of them this season, and they're all pretty uh, pretty solid contributors. Thanks to everybody who called in. Sorry to everybody we couldn't get to. You can text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. We come back. Oh, Wolf, you're going to love this. What did Paul Calvisi see in the Cardinals' 10-point win over the Panthers yesterday? We're going to ask the Cardinals' sideline reporter who will join us next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Paulie. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Back here at the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center, Cliff Kingsbury is going to join us at 1.30 today instead of his normal 145 spot. So if you want to hear from the coach, and I don't know why he wouldn't after that game yesterday, then uh, tune in at 1.30. Right now, though, Wolf, we have Paul Calvisi. He's here Paulie. in studio just uh, just so you can you can talk to him face-to-face. Look at this. As Wolf busted out his, uh, what is it, the hologram of keys? What was it? The uh, Have you busted that out yet? Based it was on like this? the 3D sphere of happiness. Whatever it was. It was. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, Paulie. If Wolf gets sideways, let's go back to the phone lines, okay, Luke? Okay. So, <laughs> so Paulie, as you were looking at your media guide on the sideline yesterday during the game, um, did you happen to actually, what were your thoughts, Paulie, as you were watching this game and reading the media guide? Let me tell you, from the sideline, Wolf, okay, and I don't need all these stats. Wolf's got his little game book afterwards and all the stats and all that kind of stuff. No, I'm just observing the game of football. I'm soaking it in from the sideline. You know what I saw down on that sideline? What? I saw the best energy I've seen all season long. I saw a defense that was ready to ball from the get-go. And the more I thought about it, I said to myself, if there's a guy on this sideline, a team leader, a team captain, wearing number 99, who just had his heart shocked into rhythm three days ago, and he's coming out to play four quarters... He played He played like three-quarters of the snaps, mm-hmm. didn't he not? He got a lot of snaps. If that guy can suit up and bring it in the trenches every single snap, then what can I do? Considering this guy had to shock his heart back into rhythm to be game ready. And the energy was just palpable down there. The way they are. I tell you. There was one point where, uh, right before the Gardeck interception, and the Cardinals had the lead for the first time all season in regulation at 13-10, to 10, right? And the D was out of their minds. I don't know if it was because the Cardinals had that forever drive of 15 plays, yeah. only 57 yards, but mm. it took forever. And they were all amped up. And what happened the very next snap? The interception. The batted ball, the Gardeck pick, and then down the sideline. And when we asked Cliff Kingsbury for a favorite player moment from the game, that's, where he, that's what he cited. Because it just there was just an energy on that side of the ball, and uh, you know if you figure the offense at some point is going to figure it out. I think the defense has figured it out at least the roles and where guys need yeah, to be. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Paulie, as a former cheerleader, you would recognize the energy <laughs> that was coming from them. I I understand that, but was it more from the offensive side of the ball or the 
the defensive side of the ball. Once again, Walt, do I have to say this? It was the <laughs> defensive side of the ball that set the tone from the get-go. Okay, the, thank you, Paul. The offense got a little sideways. Uh, there's still some frustration there. There's a lot of conversations of trying to figure it out. I mean, no wonder you didn't realize it for yourself. Uh, all those Krispy Kremes you ate in the press box. Uh, my uh, goodness. one, Paul, and I you mean, know it's it. just, uh, he fell off the wagon on the diet this weekend, Luke, as, as you can tell over I did, there. Wow. I did, I did notice uh, we played your uh, your questions talking to Cliff, obviously, right after the game, as you always do. I did notice that, uh, that Cliff also referenced Wolf when it came to uh, committing to the run, playing a little more physical. I should have given him the mic so he could have dropped it at that point. It was a walk-off <laughs> comment, and uh, yeah, he, he was smiling as he walked away, so that was good. That was the last thing on the game plan. There was, let's see, let's beat Baker for the third time to go 3-0. and uh, Let's get Kyler under center. Let's get Kyler into the run game. We're going to involve the tight ends, get McBride a catch, and I'm going to take a dig at Wolf at the end of the postgame radio interview. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've got Check. <laughs> Seriously, Paul. Your thoughts on Kyler Murray and how he played, Paul. Uh, yeah, you were up there. You 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 saw it. You were down on the sideline, Polly. Your thoughts about you and Kyler and the friendship you have. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out if if if, if what Kyler is seeing out there is what he wants to see. I, I'll say and by this, this is what I mean. Okay, um, until DeAndre Hopkins gets back, you're not going to have the identity of this offense. So they're just trying to keep their head above water. You ever take that college class where you're like, you know what, the final exam is like 75 percent of this grade. So I just have to make sure I'm not mathematically eliminated until the final because you pass the final, you pass the class. That's the way it is with this Cardinals team right now. I said it last week, September is the new August. You have to figure it out in September. Nobody's playing any meaningful snaps in these preseason games. And even if you did, the run in vanilla schemes, what are you going to get out of it? So you know what? September is the new August. You're figuring this thing out. And especially when you're not getting DeAndre Hopkins back. I mean, what Rondale Moore, I think, and, and look, I'm just going to say this. just an observation from the sideline, okay? So is that when they were having problems with some of the play calls and getting them in, it was the new guy who didn't quite know if he's supposed to be in, not supposed to be in. Okay. Breaks the huddle. Where is he supposed to be? Does he know the play call? Does Don't he know his assignment? Okay, all it takes is one guy That's to right. sort of put everything in. And, and so there were some delays because of that. And so, yeah. Uh, Pauly, this this rotates basically every week. So, like, last week it was, hey, why can't the Cardinals win at home? And next week, if they don't beat Philadelphia, it'll be, hey, why can't the Cardinals win at home? But since it is an even week, Paul, why is this team so good on the road? Why is it so good on the road? I, you know, I, I mean, yeah, they, they, I think they are energized to a certain degree by the, by the fans, although they were unloading on Baker a lot more than the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Honestly, it reminded me of going up to Seattle last year and the 12s booing the Seahawks. Mm. Baker got booed repeatedly and deservedly. He was not good. He was not good. When Ben, ben McAdoo, the offensive coordinator, went into last week's game talking about Baker's footwork in the pocket, and he's in year five. You're an NFL franchise quarterback, and your OC's talking about your footwork in the pocket, and then you're airmailing balls and making bad decisions. That was that was some bad football by Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Sorry, Paulie. Were you going to finish? Go ahead, Wolf. No, I can no, tell I was, you one in. Go ahead. No, I, no, you were talking about Baker, and you know, honestly, no offense to Baker, but I think it's boring when you talk about him. All right, Paul. Um, it's Look, for me right now, um, J.J. Watt, were you watching Isn't him? that where I started this whole conversation with well, J.J. Watt? I'm bringing you back, okay. Paul. I'm bringing right. you Wolf back. Wolf did look bored when you were talking about J.J. Oh, Watt and what he did. How, how do you process this, Paulie? 
weekend. How big of a deal do you think it was with his teammates on the sideline? Well, let's see. Well, if, if you win the line of scrimmage, are you going to win a game? Most times the answer is yes. And so what I've seen over the last few games is the Cardinals definitely have a better offensive line than the Raiders, the Rams, and Carolina. Win healthy, they definitely have a better offensive line. And defensive line, if now you have Zach Allen and J.J. Watt, that combination, what Zach Allen tell us after the game, it's sort of like a, in hockey. Here we go, Luke. It's sort of like a couple of D-men, right? The pairing of I'm D-men. Yeah. Boom. You come in, right? It's your shift. You come in. That's sort of 99 and 94 right now. And I'll tell you what. I'd love to know how Marcus Golden graded out because he was a problem. Yeah. In the second half, they were putting Christian McCaffrey with some edge blocks, some chip blocks, trying to contain uh, Marcus Golden. He was really stout against the run. He had a tackle for loss. Dennis Gardak had his sack. So I think that defensive front is coming along. Once again, now that Saban Collins, your leading tackler, is doing a little better at reading, reacting, being in the right place, doing it with physicality, maybe getting off blocks a little better. And and honestly, keeping it real here in the trust tree, no Jace Whitaker was addition by subtraction. Cardinals are getting better in the cornerback room. Antonio Hamilton's coming back. Trayvon Mullen, more of a role, because what did the master of matchup Sean McVay do the week before? He victimized Jace Whitaker repeatedly, and that wasn't an issue this week. Have you ever done a, a radio piece where somebody says, no offense to Baker Mayfield, but it's it's boring listening to you talk about <laughs> Baker Mayfield? Well, you know what? When your name's on the show, and when your name is the first name on the show, then that's your bad. That's your doing. If the, if the, if the content is boring, then and guess what? Whose name is on the show first? Uh, Polly, thanks for stopping by, man. Do you have anything else you want to say, Paul? Only I mean, so much I can, I can do around here. Right well, if now, we're going to do the TV show with Cliff Kingsbury, are you going to take a beating again from the head coach? <laughs> Wait, what, what am I expecting over here? No, Polly, but I do like the fact we're shooting it a little bit later. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything's coming up wolf today. Yeah, it's, uh, it's high maintenance, as you know. It's wolf's world, and you're, you're living in it, Luke. That's the way it is. Even the head coach is living in wolf's world. Oh, you've got a little radio show? Okay, I'll push it back, even though I'm an NFL head coach. Okay. <laughs> All right, Polly. Thank Everyone you. Everyone caters for the that. wolf. There Hell's you go. High perspective. There you go. Right. Eno we... Benjamin doing stuff Wolf could only dream of on special teams. That's oh, why he's jealous and salty. His microphone here on this off. Monday. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. All right, we come back. What needs to be fixed before the Cardinals play the undefeated Eagles next week? That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. Love you, bro. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. This is one of those days, Wolf, it's like it's the best of both worlds if you're a coach, right? Because you can easily point to things and say, this has got to be different. This has got to be different. Now, I get it. There are Cardinals fans driving around right now saying somebody needs to say that to the coach as well. But either way, you get my point. You can point to, to teachable moments, but you also got the win. The difference between being 2-2 two and two and playing the undefeated Eagles next week or being 1-3 and three and being potentially in last place in the division, depending what happens tonight, because Seattle won again. You'd be 1-3 and three and in last place coming off a loss to Carolina. No. So they get the win yesterday, the Cardinals do, but let's be real here, too. There's a lot they can clean up, and, and that those areas are going to be amplified this upcoming Sunday, much like they were against the Rams and much like they were against the Chiefs in Week 1. They, they The Cardinals play really good teams every other 
another week right now. Yeah, I, I know. Um, I cannot wait for this. This should be a a good game. I believe this. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are a good team. They're a much better team than what I gave them credit for coming into this season. As a matter of fact, you were all over the Eagles. You thought the Eagles were going to be good. I did not because I wasn't buying Jalen Hurts. I thought they would be good partially because of well because of their defense. I didn't think Jalen Hurts was going to be this good. I thought he was just decent. I didn't think that division was going to be any good, Wolf. And that division has a 4-0 and team and two 3-1 and teams. So who knows what's going on anymore. The biggest thing, and, and there isn't a clear answer to this, and I don't expect you to have one, and I don't even really expect Cliff Kingsbury to have one when he comes in here in a little bit. They got to figure out how to win games at home. Yeah. I mean, you can sit here and say, well, they got to do this against the Eagles. They got to clean this up. They got to do that. And that's all true. But there, we are at the point now where this is not some <laughs> funny little joke. They're good on the road. And they're not so good at home. They've lost seven in a row at home and they're 10 and one in their last 11 on the road. Just stop it. That Luke. is two different football teams. That is. That's just incredible. I don't know what the answer is to that. You asked Polly. Polly had no idea. Of course, Polly has no idea about a lot of the things <laughs> you ask him. But Polly had no idea as to why that would possibly be. But I'm with him on this one right here. I have absolutely no idea. And I played in the league 10 years. And I don't understand that at all. How is that possible? You've lost the last seven games you've played at home? And yet you're ten and one on the road. That, it's one or the other, right? Man. If you're terrible at home, you're typically not that great on the road. Right? Or, exactly. or typically, you're better at home and worse on the road. Usually, a, a standard team is if you're going to be bad, you're bad on the road, and then maybe you're a little bit better at home. But Wolf, even if these splits were flipped and they were this great on on at home and, and this bad on the road, it still would be too extreme. Yeah. But when you have them in the opposite of where they're actually supposed to be, it's just mind boggling. So what do the Cardinals need to fix before the Philadelphia Eagles come to town? That's what we're talking about right now. Um, For me, the first thing I think of is they need to understand who they are and who they are not. Ron Wolfley reporting. Who they are and who they are not. They, They need to understand that they're a better team when they lower the plow and hit the gas. They're a better team when they play vertically as opposed to horizontally. To me. Now, I'm not saying you can't ever run a jet sweep. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you can't ever run a wide receiver screen. I'm saying I'd like to see a lot more vertical action offensively as opposed to horizontal right now. And I think we see a lot of horizontal action from the Cardinals. And it'll be interesting to talk to Cliff about that. Listen, I I realize I'm not trying to say do away with the horizontal. Forget about it. I think you need to approach this the way you need to approach the offense collectively, where I say you got to blend the old and the new. Well, you know what? You've got to blend the vertical with the horizontal as well. Well, you're in a unique position, and it's it's strange how you got here, but you are in a unique position. I said this yesterday during the game, and, and I was really only half joking. If the Cardinals on fourth and inches just turned around and handed to James Conner and ran straight up the middle, the other team would be completely thrown off. 
because they don't do that. And if you think about it, typically why you don't do that is because, okay, everybody on the other team, they got 11 guys expecting a run up the middle. Well, the Cardinals, and it's just kind of built up this way over the, the first four games this season, they can catch a team off guard right now if they have a big fourth down against the Eagles. If you just run it up the middle, Philadelphia's probably not even expecting it. They looked like they were more, Carolina was more prepared for a jet sweep yesterday than just a standard run up <laughs> yes. the middle. Uh, Cliff, after the game, was asked if they learned something potentially, and this is kind of what you were saying earlier, Wolf, maybe they learned something in the second half yesterday offensively that can carry over the rest of the season. I hope so. Um, we were able to, you know, stick to our game plan. We all said as a staff, saying, hey, we're not going to get out of whack. We're not going to go all 11 personnel, you know, two minutes, stick to our game plan. Um, and that, that's what works. And so hopefully we can get going. And I know the stat is, you know, we win a bunch of games when we rush 30 plus times, and, and we don't when we don't. And so we got to find a way to try and get those rushes when we can. And fortunately, we were able to stay in the, the game plan and not get too far behind because our defense played so well that, that we could stick to our guns and, and find well, if you mentioned this earlier, and, and it was noticeable, and it was noticeable in the Raiders game, too, even before I talked to you both those games, they stuck with the run. And, and not even like, oh, you got to run to win, just more sort of like not letting the other team dictate how you play right. football. They've, they've stuck to it in both these wins now. No, they did, and that was really, really encouraging to me. Um, can I also say this? I think the Arizona Cardinals, they need to get this miscommunication thing yeah. figured out as well. They have to do it. Um, just way too many timeouts being used right now. At some point in time, if you don't get it fixed, listen, it's going to happen from time to time. It is. But if if you continue where this doesn't get fixed, it's going to cost you a game at some point in time, and that will be a hard lesson to actually learn. They need to fix the communication, I think, going forward, going into the Eagles game. They need to take some four shots down the field, too. This is something that I I'm big on, man. You got Hollywood for this very reason right here. Rondell Moore, hey, he's running a 4-3 out there as well. This is where Rondell needs to grow his game more than anything else. And we were talking to Sean Jefferson about it in the offseason and, and really looking forward to the fact that Rondell Moore was going to be more vertically inclined in the game, run deeper routes and throw him the ball, run by people. And that's not what we've seen. Now, again, he's been hurt, of course, right? And now all of a sudden he comes back and he, look, everybody, it's Rondell Moore out on the field. And that was great. But there was a lot of horizontal stuff that was going on with Rondell Moore in this game. I love the shots down the field vertically. You gotta take them. And Hollywood Brown is the best way to go. Yeah, and, and he's looking more and more like that option. I want to go back to what you were saying before that, though, Wolf, because to me the biggest thing, and you hit the nail on the head, is they have to clean up the miscommunications pre-snap or whatever it is. You cannot have a, okay, the play clock's down to two, we gotta call timeout, and then you come out of the time out and you get a delay a game or vice versa right you get a delay a game and then you have to call a timeout it, it, it this happens from time to time it does, it does but it happens way too much here. It, and, and it happens it happened too much yesterday and yesterday wasn't even anywhere near the worst that it's been this season but where you hit the nail on the head is it's going to cost you a game at some point it didn't cost you against the chiefs you weren't winning that game anyway it's not why you lost to the rams and you've won your other two games but you don't want to have a game against seattle in two weeks that should be a game when you look at the schedule that should be a win and you mess it up because of a miscommunication that's the sort of stuff i was talking about earlier where a lot of what seems to be holding the cardinals offense back right now 
is the Cardinals. And so on the one hand, that's encouraging because you can fix it in theory. It's not Aaron Donald is unstoppable. It's you're stopping yourself. But on the other hand, it's more frustrating because why are you stopping yourself? All right, when we come back, all of today's top sports stories in one place. It's Wolf and Down Your Lunch on the Wolf and Luke Show, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.